Devin White gets the fifth-year option on his rookie contract picked up. We take a look at first-round draft picks by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers under general manager Jason Light, and I do my own Buccaneers mock draft to see how I stack up against David's from Tuesday. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but you can check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Check out everything David Harrison is doing over at BucksGameDay.com. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off a $500 purchase. Use code LOCKEDON at checkout. Stay tuned to the very end of this episode as I'm going to continue to give details on our draft night giveaway. If you have not heard about that or you just forgot how to enter, details coming up at the end of the show. Per Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are picking up the fifth-year option on linebacker Devin White. So, rookie contract, fifth-year option, deadline is coming up. The Buccaneers, obviously, no surprise here, pick up that fifth-year option on Devin White, captain of the defense, has been an impact player since the day he set foot on the field for the Buccaneers. And some people are upset about this, and apparently very much do not like Devin White. I don't really fully understand that, but Devin White is a centerpiece, both literally and figuratively, for this defense that Todd Bowles runs. He does what you want him to do, and he's not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he's the best linebacker in the league or, or he has no flaws in his game, but he's a massively impactful player for the Buccaneers. He flies to the football he, he gets after the quarterback. They send him on blitzes. He is a phenomenal run stopper. He's the guy that can shadow Alvin Kamara all the way across the field. He's the guy that can shadow Christian McCaffrey all the way across the field. He is one of the key components to their ability to be one of, if not the best team in the NFL at stopping the run. His His shortcomings obviously come in pass coverage. We've seen him beat time and time again on those wheel routes. He's getting better, but he's still not great. Maybe not even good. Um, he's average to below average at best, but you've seen improvements come. And, and that alone is not a reason to not pick up his option, to have him not be a captain, to ignore all of the great things that he does on the field. Devin White is going to end up getting a big contract extension. It would not surprise me at all if they do something similar to what they did with Vita Vea and they go ahead and they extend him before this fifth-year option even runs out. They could go ahead, get it taken care of, have him locked up for the long term. This is a top-five pick 
for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to get to more about their, their first-round picks here in just a little bit. But Devin White is a cornerstone of this very young defense, along with Vea, along with Antoine Winfield Jr., along with Carlton Davis. These are the guys that are going to spearhead the defense for years and years to come. And I'm not saying that those are all the best players on the defense, that those are all the most important players on the defense. You still have Shaq Barrett over there, you know, being a pass rusher. You have a young Joe Tryon Shoyinka who's starting to come into his own and is now going to get even more opportunity as a pass rusher. You still have talent on the defensive side of the ball, but doing what Todd Bowles wants to do, having that linebacker with the versatility, the skill set, the mindset, the speed of Devin White is crucial because he can do a little bit of everything. Again, pass coverage isn't great. I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you that it is, but everything else he does more than makes up for some of the shortcomings that he has. So again, no big surprise. I, I fully expect there to be a contract extension with Devin White uh, you know, within the next year, obviously, but I don't see him being a guy that's going to end up being franchise tagged. I don't see him being a guy that's going to hit free agency. He's going to get locked up for the Buccaneers in the long term. Coming up in just a moment, some of these other guys that got locked up long term or maybe were shown the door, we're going to go through the Buccaneers' first round draft picks under general manager Jason Light. But first, whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. Mark Mother's Day was something enduring. Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, so much more at BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she will treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. And every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away the big surprise of what's inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day. Now for a big announcement starting Thursday, April 28th. That's tomorrow. Tune in to Locked On NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you that have not caught it yet, make sure you are checking out the Ultimate Mock Draft there on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts. Hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout, Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. We have all six episodes out, all 32 first round picks, plus all the teams that didn't pick in the first round. They are represented as well. You'll hear from Jason Locke and Fora. You're, you'll hear Michael Irvin tell David and I that our pick was perfect four times, four different times. He said it was perfect. 
So, of course, Locked On NFL Draft live on the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page starting Thursday at 7 p.m. and then Friday at 6.30 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 a.m. and check out the Ultimate Mock Draft. Under Jason Light, the Buccaneers have had relatively decent success in the draft. There was an outlier year where basically the draft went as poorly as it could possibly go, but that doesn't take away from all of the great picks that Jason Light and his coaches have had over Jason Light's tenure with the Buccaneers. So what are we going to expect in round one on Thursday night? That's what that's what all the, the Bucs fans want to know. That's what you watching or listening want to know. And the first rounders under Jason Light have obviously come away with some very impactful players, but there's also been some misses. Not, not any glaring ones outside of, of that one real bad year, and you all know which one I'm talking about. But there's been there's been some great players, and there's been some players where it's been a little bit disappointing, but you understood why it happened. So going all the way back to Jason Light's first year, his very first draft pick, number seven overall, was wide receiver Mike Evans. Nobody's going to complain about that. Let's fast forward to 2015. Number one overall pick, Jameis Winston. Obviously, Jameis Winston had his struggles, but he also had his moments of brilliance. He was one of the, the few players in the NFL that every time he put the ball in the air, you kind of held your breath for a second because it was either going to turn into something great or it was going to turn into something terrible. And we saw the flashes of what Jameis Winston could be in some of his games with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then we saw some games where you understood why Jameis Winston is no longer with the Buccaneers. Last year with the New Orleans Saints, Winston was having a really, really good year. There's no other way to put it. You can talk all you want about how Sean Payton kind of reeled him in a little bit and, and wasn't letting him loose the way that Dirk Cutter or Bruce Arians did in their offenses. But up until his injury, he was performing really well for the New Orleans Saints, but he was also throwing the ball about half the amount of times that he did with the Buccaneers per game. And yeah, that pro some of that was probably by design. Some of that was probably the fact that they had Alvin Kamara back there. Jameis Winston in Tampa never had an Alvin Kamara. He never had a running back that could really take some of the load off his shoulders. He had to play hero ball a lot of times. So you understood Number one overall being Jameis Winston. I think he has fared better overall in his career so far than the number two overall pick, Marcus Mariota. So it didn't work out with Tampa. Those things happen. I don't think any Buccaneers fans are really too upset that they moved on from Jameis in, in favor of Tom Brady. But it'll be interesting to see how Jameis's career continues to develop, uh, whether that's with the New Orleans Saints, where he's going to be playing next year, or if he moves on to somebody else. 2016, 11th overall, Vernon Hargraves. You all know what happened. I'm not going to dive into it. That was the, the draft year that we kind of just throw it away because it was terrible. 2017, the uh, 19th overall pick was O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard was a, he was Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts, right? He was the tight end that could do it all. He was a weapon in the passing game. He could block. He could, you know, move the chains. He could score touchdowns. He just never lived up to his potential in Tampa. And part of his development, very easily, you could point to the addition of Rob Gronkowski as stunting 
Howard's ability to be able to fulfill all of his potential, fulfill his role on the team. And a lot of people forget that in 2020, you go back, OJ Howard was a big target for Tom Brady early in the year. He was among the league leaders in receptions, yards, and touchdowns for the tight end position until he ruptured that Achilles. Then in 2021, he just couldn't find his way onto the field, even with the injury to Gronk, even with some of the other things that they were dealing with. It seemed like the, the trust was lost between the coaching staff and OJ Howard. We might get the full story one day. We don't really know, but OJ Howard now going to be a focal point in the Buffalo Bills offense, giving Josh Allen another weapon to be able to move the ball, score some points, and it's going to be a great compliment to Dawson Knox up there, that that two tight end set. They could really do some damage. I'm excited for, for O.J. Howard to get this opportunity in Buffalo and to hopefully see his, his game continue to grow. But again, much like Winston and, and Hargraves before him, it just didn't happen to work out in Tampa. Hargraves hasn't worked out anywhere. His, his career highlight is getting flagged in a Super Bowl when he was an inactive player running onto the field in flip-flops. It is what it is. 2018, the number 12 pick overall, Vita Vea. Enough said right there. Vita Vea has become, even with the early injuries and having to deal with those through the first couple of years of his career, he is arguably the best nose tackle in the NFL. He is disruptive. He creates opportunity for his edge rushers or his linebackers or the secondary to be able to blitz and get after the quarterback. So I don't think anybody is too upset with Vita Vea or his extension. Yeah, he's he's signed for the Buccaneers longer than any other player on the team right now. 2019, top five pick, number five overall, Devin White. Uh, just got his fifth-year option picked up. And, you know, I, I said plenty about Devin White in segment one. I'm not going to rehash all of that. But I think the majority of people are very happy with Devin White there. 2020. Here's another one that nobody's complaining about. 13th overall, the Bucs moved up one spot to make sure that nobody jumped in front of them in order to get him, and that is Tristan Wirfs. He is probably the best right tackle in football. He's absolutely phenomenal, so young, so strong, and you saw the impact that he had when he missed the game against the Los Angeles Rams. He is a pivotal part of that offensive line being able to free up space for running backs, being able to keep Tom Brady upright, being able to impose his will on anyone going against him. And even as a rookie, he was dominating some of the best edge rushers in the National Football League. Tristan Wirfs, he's an all-pro. He's an all-pro. He's a pro bowler. He And he's only going to get better. We haven't even seen the best that Tristan Wirfs has to offer yet. So, Another phenomenal pick. And then finally, 2021, 32nd overall pick. You have Joe Tryon Shoyinka. <clears throat> he stepped in and really helped out with some of the injuries to the edge rushers uh, in, in the 2021 season. Started to really come into his own, become an effective pass rusher, getting pressure on the quarterback. And again, he's another player where you're going to see him continue to grow and with Jason Pierre Paul not being back nor do I think Jason Pierre Paul will be back Joe Tryon Shoyinka now is the starting 
edge rusher opposite of Shaq Barrett, even more opportunity, even more time to develop. And now he is going to be able to translate that to the field. So I personally expect a big jump in production for Joe Tryon Shoyanka from his rookie season up to this season. And I'm excited to see how that goes. So overall, when you take a look at the first round for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jason Light hits more often than he doesn't. You know, you have Vernon Hargraves, not a hit. We're not even going to debate that. OJ Howard, it was a disappointment. You understood why he made the pick. You understood the potential that OJ Howard was drafted on, but it just didn't work out. I'm not going to call that uh, a complete whiff. It just, it, it's a miss. And then Jameis Winston, I'm not even going to call that a miss. Again, the Buccaneers needed a franchise quarterback. Jameis Winston, hands down, was the best quarterback in that class. And you might see Jameis reach his potential, figure some things out, and not turn the ball over nearly as much, which was his problem in Tampa. He had to play all that hero ball, and the more he threw the ball, the more likelihood there was going to be of turnovers. And that's that's true for pretty much any quarterback. The more the ball is in the air, the more opportunities the defense has to try to take it away. Outside of that three-year stretch, 2015 through 2017, Mike Evans was a hit. Vita is a hit. Devin White's a hit. Tristan Wirfs, Joe Tryon, Shreyinka. These are all really, really good picks for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they have been cornerstones and, and building blocks for the present and the future. Um, maybe it's a little early to call Joe Tryon, Shreyinka a hit, judging off of what he did last year he's a very very good player and and a solid contributor to the tampa bay buccaneers so you take a look at the 2022 draft and the bucks can go in a lot of different ways david and i have talked about it plenty of times they can go in the trenches with the offensive line or the defensive line they can go corner they can go safety they can go wide receiver there are plenty of options for the buccaneers but you trust the evaluations of jason light his scouting staff bruce arians Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich, to be able to find a guy that's going to come in and contribute immediately for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they try to win their second Super Bowl in three years and capitalize on this, as of right now, final year of Tom Brady playing quarterback. I'm going to do my own Buccaneers seven-round mock draft coming up in just a moment, but first, have you tried the Built Puffs? Because if you haven't, you are missing out on some of the best tasting protein bars on the market. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat. You have flavors like churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. You got the brownie batter hanging out there. These are going to be your new favorite bars. And all Built Bars, the OGs and the Puffs, covered in 100% real chocolate it's a low calorie high protein snack or boost for you at any point and you can take them on the go they are perfect most of the built bars are 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs 17 grams of protein go to built.com use promo code locked 15 you're going to get 15 percent off your order again promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built dot com. 
Wrapping things up here on a Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko flying solo on this episode. But of course, make sure you're following along on Twitter at JRCO underscore Bucks and at D Harrison82. Real quick shout out to David for holding things down. I had my son's hockey tryouts on uh on Sunday when Scott Smith was on. I was really disappointed to miss that. But that was a great conversation that David and Scott Smith of Buccaneers.com had. And then David covered for me on uh, on Monday because on the way to hockey tryouts, my car decided to break down and I was sitting at Miami University for four hours waiting on a tow truck. So thank you, David. Much appreciated. Hope you enjoyed your much deserved day off. Let's go ahead and I'm going to do my seven round mock draft to duel with David's. I'm using the Pro Football Network mock draft simulator. Shout out to uh, Cody Rourke over there at Locked On Broncos. He works for Pro Football Network, does an incredible job over there. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do a seven-round mock. There will be trades. If I see one that I like, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take it, try to add a couple of more of these mid-round picks that the Buccaneers lost in, in trades and, and see what we can come up with for the Buccaneers. So let's go ahead and jump in. Let's see how this goes. All right, let's go ahead and draft. We're flying Thibodeau, Hutchinson, Evan Neal, Sauce Gardner flying off the board. All right, so right out the gate, we have one trade offer to go from pick 27 all the way down to pick 57. No, absolutely not happening. You take a look at what's available there for the Buccaneers. We've seen Lewis Seen uh, tied to the Buccaneers a little bit. You have Nicobe Dean sitting there. You have a corner in Trent McDuffie sitting right there. Uh, Zion Johnson. Zion Johnson's really hard to pass on in this situation. Um, you know what? We are going to go. We're going to go with, uh, you got Devontae Wyatt still on the board. Um, woof, this is really tough. We're going to go Zion Johnson. It's too hard to pass on a, a top 20 prospect sitting there at 27. Uh, Lewis Seen drops all the way to the first pick in the second round there to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So he's going to compete. Zion Johnson's going to compete for a starting spot there with the Buccaneers. Might have been able to get a little bit more impact out of a guy like Devontae Wyatt or Trent McDuffie with that pick, but it's just so hard to pass on Zion Johnson there unless you're really, really sold on Aaron Stinney coming in and being a starter. Zion Johnson's a really, really great pick right there. All right, so now we are at pick number 60. We went offensive line in the uh, in the first round, and you see some of the choices here. You got Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, Quay Walker out of Georgia. You got the tight end, the top tight end, sitting right there in Trey McBride. I don't think I've drafted a tight end in really any of these mocks. And you got, oh, you got Nick Cross down there from Maryland. I like Trey McBride here. If you can get the best tight end in the draft at the end of the second round, you need a tight end anyway. Even if, if, and when Gronk comes back, I got to take Trey McBride right there uh, in the, uh, in the second round. So let's see how this continues to fall. Ooh. All right. We got a trade offer. We can drop 11 spots and, pick up another ooh that is really intriguing so we could end up with 
you know what? Let's let's see what happens. Let's pick up some of these extra picks. There's nobody sitting over here on the board that I'm super in love with other than maybe Kenneth Walker. Seeing Kenneth Walker drop this far is really, really intriguing. You still got Cam Taylor Britt. You got Jerome Ford. There are some other choices. Let's go ahead. Let's take the Dolphins offer. Let's see what happens if we drop 11 spots in this draft. And look, Kenneth Walker's still there. David's guy, Rashad White, is still there. You have Justin Ross, oof, Kate Otten, even though we just took a tight end, it's, it's, you know, he's a really, really solid tight end. I'm sorry to do this to you, David, but I got to take Kenneth Walker the third here. I know you love Rashad White, but Kenneth Walker dropping this far is insane value. We picked up pick number 125, and now we have been offered a ton of picks. I don't want that many picks. I don't know about you guys. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that many. Um, let's hold, let's hold at pick 125 and let's take a look over here. Uh, you got Mario Goodrich out of Clemson. You got Dominique Robinson, the edge rusher out of Miami, Ohio, where I just spent, you know, four hours of my life waiting on a tow truck. Damian Pierce is still there. I don't think Damian Pierce is legitimately going to be uh be sitting here all the way halfway through round number four let's take a look at the defense real quick how they have the big board laid out i don't i don't love reaching for either of these corners at all uh maybe a little bit of buyer's remorse here that we should have taken trent mcduffie in the first round but you take a look at, at what we have on the board you got some offensive linemen some tight ends some defensive linemen um you know, let's go with Matthew Butler, defensive tackle out of Tennessee. Uh, we still need some help along that defensive line. So let's see how he shakes out. And then we're right back on the board. And we're gonna we're gonna go back over to the defense. Let's see what safeties are sitting out there. There's really none. You know, the, the top rated safety is all the way down there, Sterling Weatherford. You got Smoke Monday uh hanging out down there. I don't love any of those. Um I don't really see any any wider. You got Taquan or uh, Taquan Thornton, uh, the wide receiver there. We're gonna go ahead and take him. We still need some wide receiver help, especially since I don't love the corners or the safeties that are sitting there waiting. Uh, David is gonna hate this mock draft. In fact, I'm probably gonna get some hate in the comment section. But you know what? It's a fun exercise to see what happens and how things fall based on based on where you're picking, based on the decisions that you make. Um, so long wait, long wait to round seven where we have a couple of picks there at the tail end. We are coming up on the clock here and boom, we are on the clock. So these are the, the top players according to their big board. You got Joey Blunt, the safety from Virginia. Again, we're going to take a look at the defensive side. Jermaine Waller. The corner out of Virginia Tech. We do still need corner depth. We're gonna seventh round. You're it's kind of thrown, kind of like throwing darts at the board. Uh, so we come away with Zion Johnson, the offensive guard. You have Trey McBride, uh, tight end out of Colorado State, the top tight end at number 60. I think that's pretty solid value. Kenneth Walker, a really, really good running back to add to the mix there with Leonard Fournette, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Gio Bernard. Then we go to the trenches with Matthew Butler, get a wide receiver in Tyquan Thornton, and then hopefully hit on a seventh-round gem with Jermaine Waller, the corner 
out of Virginia Tech. So let me know what you guys think of that mock in, uh, in the comment section. I don't know if I love it. I think we addressed some needs. I think we did a pretty solid job of, of addressing some things, but I don't know. It makes me wonder how things would have shaken out had we gone with Trent McDuffie uh, in the first round and then maybe taken a second round offensive lineman. I don't know. But overall, I think it was a pretty solid uh, mock draft and you just never know what's going to happen. And that's the fun with these mock drafts is you don't know what, what one of your decisions is going to do to the draft board in the later rounds. And that's the fun of watching the NFL draft. Speaking of the NFL draft, we have to talk about our our draft night giveaway. So for those that don't remember or those that don't know, here is what you do. If you want to win a jersey of whoever the Buccaneers take in the first round, what you have to do is you have to predict the pick. Send us who you think the Buccaneers are taking in the first round via email, lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com, voicemail, 813-444-5841, or DM the Locked On Bucks Twitter account, at Locked On Bucks. Those are the three ways to enter the name that you think the Buccaneers will call on Thursday night. If you get the pick right, you will be entered in with all the other people that guessed that particular pick, and then we will draw one name to give that jersey to. Again, we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day. Now, on the eve of the draft, make your second listen the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. David and I will be back with another episode tomorrow. And if you have questions or topics that you want us to address, again, send us an email, lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com. Voicemail line is 813-444-5841. For David Harrison, I am James Yarko. Until we speak again, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons. We thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.